0: Welcome to The Show Up Podcast, a place where we explore leadership and how it's showing up for us in the world in which we work, and a space for you to explore what leadership means in your context, how you show up, how you turn up to be the best leader you can be in the world that you work in today. Welcome to season two of The Show Up Podcast, and like always, we set a bit of a scene of what we're interested in and where we're going uh, with this season and that's no different with this episode here. Here we'll start to explain what's present in front of our minds for what we see both in leaders and the environment in which they're working and we start to sort of get excited about what we're going to go explore in the season ahead. Now we're all grateful for all of you listeners and we keep hoping you share it with people who might be interested or facing leadership challenges in their world so they can benefit from listening to this too. So as always, enjoy the episode, and we look forward to interacting with you through this season.
1: Welcome back, folks! It's season two of the Show Up podcast.
0: Woo! Uh, Sorry, there's a little yeah, and the audience the
1: the audience goes wild. (laughs) The excitement is palpable. Just the. uh, the fact that we're even here in season two—something we couldn't have imagined—actually now more than more than twelve months ago, maybe even longer, when we mm. first sat down and said, "Hey, listen, we enjoy talking about this stuff. Let's record a few of these."
2: But um, like we're well, starting the uh, the tricky second album,
1: the, the tricky second, albums. or or the breakthrough. Who breakthrough. knows? Yeah. It could be the breakthrough. Be, this is the one the that captures the imagination of the wider population. This could be
0: our Die Hard 2 moment of Christmas movies. That's
1: that's an episode in and of itself. Is it really a Christmas movie? Anyway, on that note, um, welcome back to everybody. It's been a real pleasure to wrap up series one or season one and they'd be thinking about season two with some feedback to take into account. Um, Not only have a a number of people suggested some ideas as to what they'd like us to go back and explore a little bit more of, um, but people have suggested, wouldn't it be great to have perhaps maybe some other voices uh, to join us in our conversations? Um, There's definitely been a sense that people have said, we like this, but we want to be um, able to then take away something practical from your experience. What could we do something with um, or how could we apply some of the experience you've had um, and some of the lessons you've picked up along the way. So throughout this season, we are going to be introducing a number of new voices uh, at various different points in time. Um, We're going to rely on Graham, frankly, to make it very practical. Um, I'm too ethereal. The
0: one who lives in the clouds, you're going to ask him to make it practical. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm going to ask Graham to make it practical. Derry will then bring him back to earth and make it real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i will just keep dancing around the edges throwing lobbing new ideas in um as is my want um but with, i'm really looking forward to it
0: with your tones a la david attenborough as someone has suggested in the feedback
1: yeah somebody who's got really bad sound quality mistakenly uh took me to sound a little bit like attenborough um but we will clarify yeah, that dreamy through-
2: voice this-
1: Throughout this series, we'll dispel that rumor as well or that myth. (laughs) Um, But um, we've got we've got some exciting stuff coming up. I mean, I'm particularly looking forward to hearing more from some of the other voices. Uh, We've got um, some guests coming in to talk about um, AI, some guests talking, talking about diversity, storytellings uh, or the the art of storytelling, how to measure that. Um, What are you guys thinking about that you're excited by this coming season?
2: I'm actually super excited by both the kind of adjustments we're making to bring in some extra voices. Uh, there's a definite risk that the three of us could end up in a bit of an echo chamber and we probably agree more than we disagree. And I'm not sure that's very helpful for people. So let's try and I'm hoping we're going to get some people in with different perspectives who we don't agree with necessarily. And we can have a debate about that. And yeah, that energy is going to be really exciting. And I'm also, like, I just love the idea of the practicality. I'd love people to listen to an episode of this and say, I'm going to go and do something different right now because I've learned exactly how to put it into practice. Hmm.
0: I think for me, there's, there's two aspects. Uh, number one, I'm really pleased that we're carrying on a theme that emerged right at the start of season one, this idea of the Golden Age leadership. Because... In our conversations on mic and off mic, I think we've all been inspired in some way to really see the benefit of this group having the resource they can go to. But I also noticed something that's a little bit controversial, but it's going to be an invitation to everyone who listens to this season as well and goes back and listen to season one. Because the temptation with all things that we learn is we have the best conversations ever and we never do anything practical with it. And that could be what people are asking us. So I'm going to make this invitation to every single person who's listening to the podcast. And in that, when you listen to the podcast, give yourself 15 minutes, either after it or later on that day, at most within the week of listening to the podcast. And just actually take a note of what you're taking away and going to actually experiment with. Because it's fine listening to great stories. It's wonderful. And we'll probably get to that on the stories episode. Well, unless you take the time to put that into context yourself, it's absolutely worthless, really, listen to it, because it's going to create such a small nudge in your thinking, you're never going to do anything practically different. And the example that comes to mind is when we all endlessly scroll through social media, because we so often do that for a release these days, I know I do, personally, and people see those motivational quotes like, yeah, that's a great quote. That's a really thing. And it resonates with you in some way. But who actually ever follows that through into the challenge they face and do something different? I'd argue less than 1%, right? So my invitation for everyone really resonates for this season in particular is to go, right, we're going to talk about some practical stuff. We will give you practical things. But we're not in dialogue with you. So you need to create the space for the dialogue and the sense-making to happen yourself. Because if you don't, it's just listening to a great chat from three blokes and the guests that they bring on. That's what Look I'm that. actually looking forward to in this season. Graham, straight out of the gates with a practical tip there. Yes! <laughs> the you want it, I deliver. Jamie asked for it and I'm coming up with st-
1: He's left me trailing in his wake. I can't even imagine it. I was going to say, well, how do they? How do people suggest things then? Or well, how do people tell us they're doing that stuff? And I thought, ah, the other thing that might be good, whether we've got it up and running already, and this is something for us to look at, have we got a way in which we can communicate more real-time with some of our
0: listeners this year, this season? So there's a very simple thing we can do. LinkedIn, professional landscape of the world, Professional social media. We actually set up the show up podcast as a company or having an entity's place on um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn platform. And we can post the episodes on there. And below the episodes, we could maybe ask a question. We could do some stuff. We give people that avenue to start and, uh, engaging with it. Could we do
1: that? Why not?
0: We could do that. Why not? Yeah. Saves us time been- to create some back end stuff
2: one of the things that i at the end of my the training sessions that i run i always encourage people to take to write down one smart action smart you're probably familiar with it smart stands for specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound and i really encourage people to say we've covered a lot of stuff you can't put it all into practice if you try you will fail pick one thing And I think to build on Graham's suggestion, pick one thing, make it smart, write it down, and then tell us. We'll figure out where you can tell us um, in the LinkedIn group. Tell us what it is. And then we can help hold you to account on that as well.
0: Yeah. And tell us what is evolving in you as that's happening. Because we don't, it's never black and white, this stuff. I think that's something we really, you never, never, maybe never necessarily called it out in season one. It's never black and white and binary, these movements. You've got a whole history yourself of um, emotion, story, impact, success, failure, and the whole gambit of things, you as a listener. And when it comes to putting stuff into practice, you're going to try stuff and nudge forwards. That's the growth mindset in its practical sense all the time. You will never get to the end sorry (laughs) shall i do a quick run through of some of the topics yes
1: just so that people who you know want to mark their diary which clearly they will be they'll be avidly now looking at their calendar going when's the next one coming out um and thinking the topics that are coming up well i I can't give you exact certainty about some of the topics Um, very simply as we experienced in the last 12 months. We didn't know the impact of things like ChatGPT on our society. And that's kind of blown a hole in everybody's predictions of how we would interact with technology in that space of time. Just like that, our our series or season two is going to be really topical and on the money, but um, subject to change. Who knows what will happen? But for now, um, we're going to be taking a little bit of a tour through topics like AI. What does that mean for leadership? What does the future of leadership really look like? A lot of talk about different ways in which you could describe it, but what does that mean for the folks who are entering or in the golden age of leadership right now as they start to think about their next stage of the journey? Um, Different leadership approaches. What techniques could you use? Are there different styles or models of leadership that you could feel more comfortable wearing, inhabiting, becoming? Um, in order for you to do that, what do you need to let go of? There's going to be a session, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. How do you stop things? And that's not just stop the outside, but stop things in you. It's one of these topics that no one ever really talks about. We always talk about adding, doing more, changing. But very rarely do we actually slow down and go, how do I stop that? How do I do less of it? We're then going to start you know, going through journeys of translating some of the self-help that's out there and saying how do you actually translate some of this guidance that's coming towards you um, and make sense of it? Um, how do you measure whether you're actually having an impact? And not only you, but then you in your system and start to learn a little bit more about the power of storytelling, some of the ancient ways in which we've made sense of or shared meaning in the world. How can you start to take advantage of techniques like that to understand a little bit more about the impact you have? Um, We've got, um, backed by popular requests, and actually something that is popular for us as well, uh, the topics of diversity emerging again in this season. And we're going to explore a little bit more about neurodiversity. Uh, I think we've all had recent experience of diversity showing up in conversations or experiences which have revealed yet again how narrowly sometimes this is defined. We'd like to expand that and start to embrace uh, perhaps um, more dimensions around which diversity matters um, and has implications for us as leaders. Um, And I think towards the end of our season at the moment, um, just looking at our list here, um, we're actually going to maybe explore a little bit more lighthearted topics about how do you actually bring some of the fun back into being a leader what does that mean and how can you do that and how do you then start to actually uh deal with the outside world how do you navigate some of the disruptive techniques that are being used uh to attract attention so disruptive marketing um you know guerrilla approaches to how things are working and how how do people's eyeballs get attracted in different ways? How do you how do you navigate that amongst your both workforce, your consumers, your customers, your partners, your ecosystem? And then we'll wrap up with a I think I hope a Christmas special around compassion um, and what does that look like as a leader, um, both for you as an individual, but also in your system, in your organizational business. That's a little whistle-stop tour of what we're thinking and intending to cover. As I say, who knows what will happen uh, in the course of 2023? And I, I would love to know, actually, just even as a little bit of a um, you know, paddy power, and there are other, obviously, online betting platforms you can use, so this is a bit like the BBC. We don't prefer one. We're not sponsored by them, but a bit of like a paddy power thing. Gents, do you have a prediction of what might come up that might have an impact for our golden age? this next season that we might suddenly encounter?
2: You mean within our conversations or in the broader world? I think in the broader world that we would then say, right, we've got to talk about that. Last year, we hadn't
1: predicted the advent of generative AI being launched with such an impact in society. What do we think this year might bring?
2: Oh, it's a big question. So when you first asked that, I initially went to the AI piece. And I think AI emerged last year, really this year, this calendar year. And at the moment, so much of it is experimental and not very useful. And what I think we will see because of the pace that that's developing at is actually people really using it effectively at a individual leaders being able to use it effectively to help them and figure out those ways of doing it. And I think the the capabilities that leaders will have access to for themselves will change rapidly over the next six months. And we may well see some stuff become normal, that is not that normal yet.
1: Right. So Derek, you've got an AI theme in yeah. your prediction of, they're like a step change in
2: applicability. I think the practicality of practical AI. Let's call it that. Practical AI. Lovely. Graham?
0: I think two things.
1: you already only allowed one.
0: I'm having two. Sorry. Um, (laughs) The first, just, it's kind of one and a half really because it builds on Derry's AI thing. I think the consequences of AI integration will now start to become more apparent. And that will be an interesting thing for leaders because it will mean choices around organizational structures uh operating procedures you know how you bring products to market uh i think the influence of the 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 ai um informed choices are now going to start to become a reality so that's kind of half of one the main one i actually see is I think it's going to be interesting to see how the world reacts economically, because we are in a period of stubbornly high inflation, as we record this. And the you, the measures that have historically worked to temper that seem to not be landing with the same impact that had previously been seen. So I'm quite fascinated at the moment to see what's that going to mean for business and the choices that leaders are invited to make.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Graham. That's interesting. interesting. I was I was going to bring in economy as a second one as well. Um, I'm very conscious at the moment of inflation, of cost of living, of mortgage costs skyrocketing, and I can't see a world where that's not going to have a significant knock-on impact on the way organisations and teams are having to manage. Yeah. Um, and we don't really know how that's going to play out at the moment, other than the much talked about cost of living crisis, which has been in its foothills, in my judgment, in the last six months, is going to suddenly start to get real in a way that it hasn't really hurt a lot of people so far. It's going to really start hurting people.
0: There goes the trips to the Maldives that people dream of. You know, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like that whole Wonderlust approach that, you know, some people have pursued for recent years and has been possible in some ways, it might change what people's view is. And potentially I can see an economic shrinkage going on because people, for example, won't change their their cell phone every two years. They'll move to a three-year cycle because it's going to take them longer to have the disposable income to be able to afford those kind of things, if they can afford it at all. And that's going to have a cascading impact on the way organisations choose as well.
2: And I think leaders will be operating more in an environment characterized more by fear and people will be more scared of losing their jobs, for example. Mm -hmm. And that will, for a lot of people, translate into a different attitude to work Mm -hmm. with some positive and some negative implications of that. But this, the era we've been through where a lot of people demand that they are treated in a certain way at work, they may not demand to be treated like that and some leaders will adapt their styles accordingly and not always in a good way. Yeah. So I think that may well that may well play out into the day to day experiences of people in their teams and for themselves personally. It showed and it's much harder to show up with generosity and compassion and an abundance mindset if you're scared. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I well,
0: think Go sh- I- on Jamie. No, no, just go on, okay. I was going to say, I think I notice as we say that that the need for leaders to have greater self-awareness and authenticity in the the inner dialogue that they're having is going to probably be important more than ever because it could lean on a less than side as a result, and that. It's challenging for all humans to lean onto a less than side. We 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 historically do not like to do it. So, but that may be where our strength can come from if, as leaders, we actually lean into it a little bit. Who knows? Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing from you both is then some big societal stuff, stem
1: changing, something that's a very very recent introduction to, uh, I'd call it the general. Uh, working and and social population, which is the presence of generative AI, and what happens then as it starts to mature very rapidly from a, an application standpoint, the practicalities of it and then the consequences of it. Um, geopolitical uncertainty right now, both with its economic impacts, and and this is very domestically focused, but I think European-wide, the issue of inflation and cost of living um, and the constraints that geopolitical warfare and, and in many respects, are, are causing on some of the big drives of that around energy, and, and 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 ease of movement, and and certainty, and an ability to invest longer term. That's going to be a big topic, I think. But amongst those things, and the bit that I was going to add on that, which is, I think, Graham, you picked up on it nicely, is leaders' conscious appreciation of all that. I think one of the things that's going to be really, really difficult for leaders in the next 12 months or so is the very, very evident social delamination, splits in society that have started to emerge that are going to be really accelerated.
0: Mm.
1: And that's political. We've got two massive Western Hemisphere elections coming up in the G7. We've got the UK and the US in the next twenty about 12 months. 12 to 18 months um, we've got um, you know East versus West uh, starting to emerge as a narrative um, and that's partly because of what's been going on in 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 Russia and Ukraine over the last uh, now nearly 18 nearly 18 months mm. as we go to go to air on this. But within that, we've got, in society, liberal versus conservative views of culture and how how you need to behave. And what we're not seeing is a spectrum of opinion. We're seeing people polarizing. We're seeing polarizing at a global level around politics, around energy, around economy. We're seeing the haves and the have-nots becoming further apart and more entrenched. And we're seeing socially our fabric being strained about what we should or shouldn't accept about who we are and what we do. Now, if I'm going to be a leader in that, organ, in, in that environment, where not only am I going to be subject to all of that myself, I will be potentially pulled in one direction or another. How do I make sense of that? But everybody who works for me, with me, around me, is subject to that same environment, that context. How the heck do you cope with that? Um, because it's happening and changing at such a pace because of th- the two items that you guys highlighted, in particular, around disruptions to what was a pattern, a process a routine or a a direction of travel that we were on anyway it's accelerating some of the stuff I think this is going to be a year where the divides become really really apparent Um, and and leaders will need to find ways to recognise it work out how to deal with it and then choose to do something about it it's going to be fascinating
2: I agree Jamie, I think that's a great point And you can easily imagine a scenario where someone is trying to lead a team where members of that team are polarizing in opposite directions on a whole bunch of topics that they feel very strongly about. And yet, as a leader, you're asking them to put that to one side and respect each other and work well together and share perspectives and ideas and data and information to solve problems that, on the face of it, have nothing to do with that broader context. Mm. That's very difficult. A lot of people are not well-equipped to put those things to one side and work together despite their differences. And when we've talked about diversity and building cognitively diverse teams and socially diverse teams, if you're trying to build a diverse team, that's going to be even harder than it's ever been in this backdrop.
0: Maybe that's something we get onto in this. Yeah, maybe we get onto um, that in this when we talk about that diversity and neurodiversity piece, for example, is the practicality of what might you have to do as a leader to positively hold that space against the greatest um, swell of momentum you might have ever experienced to go the other way. It's, uh, It's going to be a really fascinating time to just see where people go, how they respond, and what they listen to and feel informed by to find a way forwards. Because I think the least, the worst thing that anyone can do is just hunker down and hide or roll under a carpet or try and avoid it because it's there. Yeah. You can consciously lose to leave it. You can consciously choose to leave it to one side. The worst thing to probably do is to notice that it makes you feel a bit scared and, you know, this idea of uncertainty in these moments and not lean into it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? On that very cheery note, the world is going to get more complex it's going to get more difficult um don't worry though we're with you <laughs> I just i felt like it's like a a radio 4 programme thing and it's okay the world is bleak but good night um uh, but we're not going to leave it on that note no, I know. um it's it's actually it's it's fascinating the human journey we're all part of it mm. um i can't wait to yeah, have more discussions around the topics that come up, the ones that we've got plans, the, one, the ones that we haven't got planned, the ones that we hear about from folks who are listening to this, who say, actually, could you cover this as well? Please get in touch. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and that can be through any channel that you decide, but we will definitely set something up on LinkedIn so that we've got somewhere to capture stuff that's easy for you. Um, and then we will continue to evolve this and adapt as we go along. We'd wanna, we want We want to model the behavior that we see in great leaders in terms of adaptability. Um, And you can call us out on it. If we get too rigid, just shout. um, And we'll try and do something about it. So um, we look forward to hearing you in the next few weeks or hearing you, hearing from you, and then you can hear us. So uh, folks, that's it for today, I think.
2: Well, I would just just add that if you are listening to this and you want to come on and discuss something or you know somebody who'd be great, to come on as a guest then please do let us know that as well we are very open to open conversations mm. particularly with people who disagree with us yeah so yeah please do get in touch and i in the context that we've talked about the linkedin for people to share their concerns ideas actions uh, ask questions and engage i think sounds super important so we'll definitely get that going looking forward to it yeah
1: season two
2: here we come
0: if you find any of the subjects we cover in this podcast spark inspiration curiosity or concern within you do drop us a line. Details are in the comments below and we'll be happily there to listen and see how we can offer the best support for you.